You're listening to a Sound Vision GC podcast. Welcome everyone um, to Sound Vision's podcast and I have the amazing Stevie Diamond here. How are you? I'm great. That's good to hear. How was your day? Busy. Busy? Busy, busy. (laughs) Great. Well, it's lovely to have you here. Um, So uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, your background. My background? Yeah. Okay. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. Well, a lawyer (laughs) moving into entertainment. Oh, excellent. Uh, I write motion pictures mm-hmm. and uh, television series and um, mm-hmm. I write music and sing. In, in general, what are you excited about? Oh, my goodness. I'm excited about stepping out onto the stage mm. and singing all these tracks to um, in the middle of Sydney Harbour. Wow. On a floating concert arena. Under the bridge. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. And having lights from the Opera House, well, from mm. Sydney Harbour Bridge beam onto the the Sydney Opera House. I've had mm. dreams about that, actually. Really? Yeah, with a floating orchestra. Wow. Like about 180 people, so it's going to have to be a big, a big stage. Mm-hmm. That way I can sing to Sydney. Mm. Yeah, and I think it should start there, too, actually. Yeah. Mm. And, and what about the films that you're working on or working towards creating? Oh, just filming? everything. Yeah? Yeah, I want to build Heavenly Studios. Mm. Um, In Sydney or the Gold Coast? The Gold Coast. Gold Coast, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you're here. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, so um, you know, and Robbie and, mm. and, every, and everyone, so mm. Heavenly Studios, it's got to be close to, um, you know, because there will be involvement with movie world and those mm-hmm. sort of things, and then they're Definitely. they're building another movie world down at uh, uh, Byron Bay, mm. a sister studio. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to build Heavenly Studios. In fact, they're being designed now. Absolutely. Which yeah. film do would you start making first out of the many scripts that you've? Um, <laughs> uh, well, I made I made um, my sole partner a. a, a um, a promise, mm-hmm. but I've got a feeling that it, they, that um, uh, breaking the fourth wall and the lark ascending will be done at the same time. I think that they'll just mm. bang. They'll be, you know, productions done at the same time. Yeah. And uh, then there's the sentimental girl, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful little script, you know, for mm-hmm. Australia. But it is an international. I will. I see it being an international movie as well. Do you have like a favourite film that you love watching? At all? Now that I think about it, and I've just forgotten the director's name, he's Italian, mm. but I watched the other day a film uh, made in 2013 in Italy, mm-hmm. and it was called Romeo and Juliet, mm. and um, oh, it's a brilliant movie. It's absolutely brilliant, mm-hmm. um, with uh, Douglas Booth as um, Romeo. I don't know who the who Juliet was, but it was mm-hmm. just beautifully filmed. Mm-hmm. Another film I love is um, a film by Aud- uh, with Audrey Tattoo mm-hmm. um, called Teresa um, and Coco Avon Chanel. Mm-hmm. And then I watched a really unique little film the other day called, um, what's it called? The Ideal Palace, which okay. is set in 1920. Mm-hmm. And this postman builds a palace, <laughs> this, which it still exists. It's in the, the countryside of France. 
Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just in, abs- and he's done it with his own hands. He walked around. He did it part time because mm-hmm. the rest of the time he was a postman, mm-hmm. and he walked around the world ten times in the distance across France. <laughs> oh wow! So he'd spend fourteen hours walking and delivering mail. Then he'd go back and he'd spend the other ten hours or nine hours building the palace. Mm. And it's just brought tears to my eyes. And have you travelled the world? You mentioned you've been to England. Yeah. Have I've, you been anywhere else in any favourite places? To, yeah, I've, I've been throughout Europe, mm. uh, but not everywhere in Europe. Um, I'd like to go to Russia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see Siberia and those sort of things and Red, mm-hmm. and Red Square. Um, I've travelled across America. Ah, yeah. I haven't been to Africa or South America. Um, Mm. I'm not really, uh, not really drawn. I I wouldn't mind going for a party in Rio de Janeiro or Buenos Aires. (laughs) Was there any place that inspired you with any of your um, projects, your music, or your films? Any places in particular you think, or that inspired me? Yeah. not really, although I did write the final scenes of um, of the lark ascending, mm. uh, sitting on the grass, right beside Churchill, opposite oh, wow. opposite the House of Lords. Oh, People said, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I'm just uh, this statue is just inspiring me to write um, the last scenes of the lark ascending." Mm. Um, you know, which. You know, it involves Parliament and, and, and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, so I was inspired there. Yeah. But, um, mm, no, I think I can be inspired anywhere, really. That's you know, great. it doesn't sort of... Paris inspires me. Mm. I, lo- I love Paris. I think Paris yeah. is an amazing city. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, tell us about um, the project Afterglow. Well, it's, a, it's a documentary that... Um, I've been asked to put together mm-hmm. um, with a number of colleagues and that and that and mm-hmm. uh, uh, in relation to the afterlife mm. and um, you know I guess I'll be part of the part of that documentary but there'll be other mediums and mm-hmm. and psychics that uh, will come on and um, mm-hmm. be interviewed um, yeah. In regard to their experiences, there's many people around the planet who've got this ability to mm-hmm. connect with um, the afterlife in various forms, mm-hmm. uh, you know, including channeling channeling the, the people who've passed over, mm-hmm. um, you know, and um, and then the psychic uh, the psychic aspect of things, you know. Mm. Um, there's some very, very talented people around the planet. Yeah, but every absolutely. everyone that I've actually ever been before uh, have immediately picked immediately picked up on Michael, mm. and he has an absolute ball with him. You know, yes, he 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 really he really is very gun ho, and he takes mm-hmm. over and um, mm-hmm. well, not takes over, but he's very. Um, He's very present, you know, with all of them. Yeah. And they've all been, you know, like, they've been super shocked. Yeah. Oh, my God, who's this flamboyant <laughs> guy and he loves his hair and this yes. and that and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So they pick up on him straight away. Mm -hmm. In fact, most of them just name him straight away. Mm. Yeah. Do you have any mediums or psychics in mind for the project? Um, Yes. There's uh, Lizzie, who I've met recently. Mm. Um, And there's there's a a couple of mediums in Melbourne. Mm. Um, There is a lady overseas um, that I'd love to get in contact with... um, Mm. who actually channeled Michael on the, I think it was like the 15th or 16th of January. Oh, wow. Uh, this her, year? Or? Yes. Oh, and wow. her, her name is Sloane Bella. Mm. And I'd love to meet her because she's going to have an absolute ball. <laughs> <laughs> She'll have yes. an absolute ball um, mm. speaking to Michael. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Because I, I, I just came across um, her program uh, on the internet um, because oh, my yeah. uh, one of my daughters has just introduced me to Facebook, mm. and because <laughs> I knew nothing about Facebook, yeah. And um, Sloane Bella came on um, speaking about Michael, mm-hmm. and absolutely everything she said about you know her exchanges with Michael mm. was absolutely. 100% correct. And there's no way that she could have known this or no researched way. it before, really. No. So very specific. But details. I think she, she I've seen her her program since mm-hmm. and um she's channeling a lot of the um music music people and um creatives that have you know just slipped over to the other side have pa- mm. passed over. Mm. Michael Jackson, I think. Michael Jackson. Really. Uh, Prince. Yeah. Um Kirk Cobain, um, mm. yeah, just abs- I, I listened to that today about Kirk Cobain. I just, Does she, just um, shook my head. I how does she do it? it? Does she record herself channeling them or is it a yes. podcast? Or yes. So you just she, watch her doing that? I just watched her on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and with Lizzie mm. as well because you had two readings from her now. Yeah, I did, yes. Yeah. Which one was the more like exciting <clears> one or were they both like <clears> – <throat> Equally, I think the, I think probably equal. But the Mm. first one that when I I didn't know her at all, and she just picked and and Michael just came straight through. He took over the whole conversation. (laughs) He he did, Mm. and then he asked, um, he asked if I could go and get Robbie out of another studio because he Mm. wanted Robbie to hear something. Robbie Mm. had no, uh, you know, he Mm. had no idea. Mm. that he was even going to be called in. So mm. I came running out and I said, oh, Robbie M- Michael wants to speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yeah. bizarrely, by coincidence, mm. Robbie Malini uh, mm. was an assistant, um, an assistant um, on the X album in oh, 1991 wow. mm. with In Excess. Yeah. He actually helped put the whole album together. So he's met Michael and the band and Yes, everything. he's met Michael and the wow. band and that sort of stuff. And that's mm-hmm. a, like total coincidence, you know. How do you channel Michael? Like how, what's that feeling? Or, <laughs> just, are you able to comes, explain it? Because, yeah. I'm he just sure. comes straight through to me. Wow. Yeah. I, he talks to me. So you just hear his voice in your mm, head kind I'm of? I'm having two conversations most, most of the time. Wow. Luckily I can multitask <laughs> because, I, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I don't know. It's like, um, it's almost like I'm on this giant feather, half so half the time up there and half the time back here on earth. There's been phases in my life where I've I've probably spent too much time in the after, uh, you know, 
channeling the afterlife. Mm. So I've been given approval to be to be a um, mm. uh, not an earthbound angel uh, um, that I can that I can spend the rest of my life mm. being grounded to the earth mm-hmm. and live the rest of my life. Um, Grounded and as a human being because um, mm. I've spent the last 20 years spending more time up there than here. Mm. Like there's like I'm too much time above the ground <laughs> instead of on the ground. So the Project Afterglow, is it mainly just talking or having like one medium or psychic per episode and telling their story and how they connect or will you be interviewed by them or... Seeing how they... I'm not sure. Not sure uh, yet. Yeah, yeah, but I think that that sounds a great idea. Mm. Yeah, a number yeah. of a number of interviews from from mediums. But I'm happy to go. I'm happy to go before any medium. Oh yes, tell us about Afterglow, the soul. Um, Afterglow. Well, I don't know too much about it other than than it was written for Michael's, you know, to dedicate Michael's Passover by Andrew Farris and. Um, and I've covered the track. Um, yeah, I've sung the track. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful song. Mm. Mm. So maybe that'll be part of it, you know. Yeah, like the theme song. Or Pardon? <laughs> the theme song <laughs> yeah, where, where the title I, comes up. If Andrew, if, Andrew um, if he wants it that way, that's fine. Mm. That's fine by me, you know. Mm. I've got great respect for, great respect for In Excess. And um, so they'd have to be on board to uh, allow me to um, play the cover. Yeah. Do you have any actors in mind for, like, yeah. Breaking the Fourth Wall, like mm. the main actors? Yeah, we've done a pitch cast. Ah, yeah. Um, pitch cast and, and production cast deck um, mm-hmm. for, you know, uh, I've sat down, um, sat down with Robbie and we've gone through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of actors Mm -hmm. to come up with a list, you know. Mm. And, uh, oh, it's it's taken months. Yeah. Months and months and months just to Mm. get the right right look. And then they've got to be available to act as well. Mm. You know, it's a real hit and miss thing, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of the movies... Well, I know for a fact that a lot of the movies are going to be... Most of the movies are going to be made here. Yeah. There'll be a sort of site, like a second unit go around the world. Mm. Like for breaking the fourth wall is like 15 or 20 um, locations. Are you able to tell us what locations they are or, or some oh, of them? Oh, God, <laughs> you know, all over the place. You, you mm. mean for breaking the fourth wall? Yeah, or for, yeah. Um, oh, God, well, England, Australia, mm. um, France. Italy, mm. America, mm-hmm. Colorado, um, mm-hmm. French Alps. Wow. Uh, <laughs> That's incredible. Venice. Yes. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amalfi Coast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. Paris. A lot mm. in Paris. The scenery is going to be beautiful in the oh. film, capturing all those locations. Oh, God, yeah. All the... All the um, all the all the purple lavender fields. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've got. Speaking of lavender fields, I've got like four or five hundred tracks that are, uh, that are 
in the law office that I still haven't recorded. Oh, wow. All there. Mm. Boxes full of them. Mm. Boxes. Wow. One of which is, is a song called Lavender Fields. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful track. Mm. I mean, <laughs> there's so much work to do. Yeah. You know. It could It'll spend, all be worth it, though. Absolutely. Got to get everything yeah. down. I've got to get these mm. tracks down. Mm-hmm. Got to record as many as I possibly can, mm-hmm. you know, with Robbie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that's, a, that's a huge job because some, some of them have got tapes some of them, um, I think I wrote most of them over about six months. Mm. Wow! You know, so, <laughs> so I, it wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't like 160 songs in six months. I think it <laughs> might have been 660 songs in six months. Well, that's crazy. Did you get any sleep? Yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. No, it was part time. Oh wow! I just come home. It was three cats and a mouse. You know, I mm. live with three cats and a mouse for. For, um, oh, well, part of the time, you know. Mm. The other time I had two of my daughters living with me. Mm-hmm. and uh, but, but then they went off to university and um, overseas mm-hmm. and uh, I was left with the cats mm-hmm. and little Mick. <laughs> <laughs> little Mick. Mm. He helped me write the rock operas, actually. Oh, really? Michael, little Mick and myself. Ah, oh, yes. One o'clock till one a.m. until four p.m. every day. Wow! Yeah, and then I go to the law office. So really, I only had a couple of hours sleep um, for crazy. ten weeks. Mm. Mm. That's insane. I'll show you the rock operas. <laughs> I'll show I'll show you the rock operas uh, mm. sometime. Pretty sure one of the tracks is the Wizard Kings. Is that yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a lot of those other tracks. A lot of the other tracks. Um, there's a there's a whole tapestry of um, stage songs in the Wizard Kings that I have act, that that is in my head, the music's in my head, mm. but I actually haven't had time to even write them down. Oh wow! Mm. So they're just playing in your head constantly, or <laughs> <laughs> all of them? I'm not that good. Oh, okay, <laughs> um, but um, I think I'm going to have to have. Uh, bring in someone like Andrew Lloyd Webber mm. to write the melodies. Yeah. Um, but I know I do, I can give him a hint of how they should go, you know, mm. um, but they're all there. Mm. All the lyrics are stitched into the actual stage performance. Mm. I mean, really, I think I've going to, I've been told that um, I'll sit, that I will sit up at the back of the theatre and see all this thing being discharged and just mm. shake my head and say, did I, do, did I really do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's just a, like a dream? Mm. Did I actually create all this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. And he's saying, no, we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he consistently calls me a bit of a drama queen, he does, oh, but really? I don't think I'm a drama queen at all. Well, thank you so much for coming to our podcast. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening to another Sound Vision GC podcast and I hope to catch you next time.